What's up, everybody? Johnny English here with another Broken Man podcast, episode number 32. Uh, welcome. Uh, I know it's uh, it's been a crazy week. Obviously, uh, unless you've been living under a rock, you know that Russia invaded Ukraine. And there's there's been so much said about this. I'm not going to get too heavy into it. There's just been so much people are bringing up things from the Bible, trying to match it up, saying, see, this is, it says this in the Bible. And, and, uh, some of the, you've got to have these, if if you don't read the Bible, you're not going to know. So you're just going to believe whatever these people are saying, you know, about the timelines and all that, you know, you got to get the timelines right. If you don't get the timelines right, then you're just going to believe whatever. But there's people say, you know, this could be this could be kicking off something. I don't know. But personally, I think along with you know the the C word that we've been dealing with over the last couple of years, you know, I think that was just a it's just a precursor, the whole mandating uh injecting yourself with, you know, with the jab, you know, that's just a it's just a test. These are all just tests. These are all, you know, we've been building up over the last few years. They've been building up to the point where it's going to be almost automatic that people are just going to take whatever it is that they're given in order to sustain their way of life. So in other words, if you want to keep what you have, you know, you're, you've, you, you, we've, they've made us so dependent on them. And I'm talking about the government, the banking system, uh, um, um, among others, big pharmaceutical companies, you know, all the, all these big corporations, they're all run by these elites and they all have a plan. Some of them don't even know what their plan is. I mean, some of them think their plan is immediate, but they don't even understand. They don't understand they've been, they're being used for the coming new world order, whatever you want to call it. Some of them know it. Some of them don't. Some of them probably, (laughs) who knows? Some of them probably signed off on it. They know what's coming. They know that they're part of the plan. Some of them don't. Some of them, just, just like with the people using all the symbology around us, you know, the Illuminati stuff and all that, a lot of people use those symbols. They don't even know what it means. They just think it's cool because some other big corporation or somebody else or some music artist or Hollywood elitist or whatever used it, and so that they're using it. They don't even know why they're using it. They don't even, they don't even know what it means. They just use it. They just flash it. So everybody that uses those symbols doesn't even know what it means. They just think it's cool. All these companies, you know, all these things going on around us. I mean, Jesus said there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. We've had this going on for years. You know, you've got earthquakes and volcanoes. You've got all these different things that have been ramping up slowly but surely, more quickly in recent years, by the way. But you've had all these things kind of ramping up, and it's what Jesus told us to look out for. So. It's happening, but a lot of people just ignore it and they just, you know, they just kind of, well, you crazy Christians, you guys are always saying stuff like this. 
It's been going on for years. Well, yeah, but it just kind of has been getting worse and worse, and they don't count that. They just say, well, you guys haven't been right so far. Well, I don't have to be right. The Bible's right. The Bible's right all the time. God's word is always right, period. So anyway, I, I the last couple of days I've been, I could have, I could have put something out, you know. I had plenty of time, and I just couldn't think of anything. Um, I've been reading Peter, first and second Peter, and Jude, and I can't even remember exactly why. I, <laughs> I was watching somebody, I, I can't even remember who it was, and they mentioned first and second Peter and Jude, so I started reading it. I read it like three or four times because I couldn't figure out, because it's not, they're not that long. And and I was trying to figure it out. And, you know, Second Peter, I believe, is about talking about apostates, you know, and I realized I was an apostate at one time. I, I you know, and I immediately am repenting for that because, you know, one of the things that I didn't know that I was and that I was. So I, I obviously I had to repent from that. And I think a lot of us are at, at times in our lives and we don't even realize it. But maybe I'll do a podcast on that just to kind of explain what an apostate is. Second Peter, if you wanna if you wanna know, just go read Second Peter. So anyway, I, I was I was listening to or watching a video earlier. Uh, again, I couldn't figure out what to. I was just I was kind of praying about it, like God, you know, so the the way it usually works with these podcasts is if I don't think about it, God'll just put it in my lap. And it may be a day later, it may be a week later, you know, that's why, it's why I don't have a regular schedule uh, most of the time, except when I'm, you know, screwing up for months at a time. I was trying too hard and I just kind of relaxed, kind of went off, did something else stuff. And I, and, and then today I was, I was watching a video of a preacher talking about the Ukraine um, and you know, you know, a lot of people talk about these wars, you know, innocent, yes, innocent people always die. That's, that's one of the things that a lot of people don't even pay attention to is all these wars are run by elitists. A lot of the times they're funded by, you know, both sides are funded by the same people. If you go back through history, World War II, World War One, you know, these, they're, both sides are funded by the same people. And then you've got the military industrial complex, you know, that, that, uh, several president, a couple presidents warned us about way back. One of them, you know, got offed JFK. You know, the, the, the point, the point is, um, God can use any situation for his benefit. And, and I'm not saying, you know, a lot of people like to try to say, well, why does God do, you know, let bad, you know, good people suffer in times like this, you know, war, famine, you know, whatever. I think, you know, and, and again, I'm not God and I don't pretend to know what's in God's mind and why he does what he does. I know all things are for God's glory. I do know that. I don't understand it, but I, I, I believe it. And, and, and what this guy was talking about, what this preacher was talking about was he had contacts in the Ukraine and there was a church and the people were giving him a, a report from this last few days, obviously, people are terrified. And the people there, the Christians there were in the church. I guess they had a basement, so it's like a bomb shelter type thing. So they're hiding out in this bomb shelter. And he mentioned, and it, it just caught me. It's like it wasn't even the main part of the story. I mean, or maybe it was for him, 
but it just kind of caught me off guard a little bit. And he said something about, yeah, and there's several unbelievers that are also in the church, that they're also hiding out in the basement. So think about that for a second. If this war wasn't going on, would those unbelievers be in the church? Probably not. You know, thing and and just think about that. Over the years, things that have happened that uh, churches had to get involved as far as helping people in natural disasters. Unless you're Joel Osteen and you don't let people in to your church, but um, yeah, we all know why. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things where you don't realize that God can use any situation for good. It doesn't mean that he did something on purpose in order to create that. He just knows how sinful man is. He knows how sinful we are and how stupid we are and how greedy and how lustful men are for power. He knows these things are going to happen. People bl- like love to blame all the bad stuff on God and never give him credit for the good stuff. But the thing about it is, man creates, our, we create our own issues. We're creating our own problems. Our desire for sin is, is what causes us problems and issues in our lives. It's not God that's creating sin and, or creating these things. It's us. We're doing it to ourselves. And the whole purpose of Jesus Christ is to relieve us from that, is to save us from our own sin. But nobody talks about it. it it's, or some people do, but what I'm saying is nobody thinks about that. God uses bad situations for good in a lot, and in, in probably every case, because there's probably a lot of cases you don't, you'll never know. There might be one person that, 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 that's affected. And you'll never know who it was or never know anything about it. You just think it was just all bad, but there could have been somebody saved. You know, it's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to say. You can't be everywhere at once and, and know everything, especially these days because everybody lies. <laughs> you know, media, internet, everybody lies. You got preachers out here lying. You got a lot of people lying. So anyway, I guess the point is, God can use any bad situation and turn it around for his glory. And people have a really hard time with that because then they just immediately want to blame everything, all the bad stuff on God. Oh, it's why does God let this happen? What do you mean? Why does man let this happen? Why do we let this happen? Why do we choose to sin? Why do we choose wealth? and good looks, and you elevate pretty people to power in Hollywood. Why do we allow Hollywood actors and actresses and, and, and music producers and, and music stars and all that, why do we allow them to rule the world? Because basically they do. Whatever they say goes, and people believe it. They, they're just so blind and stupid, they believe everything these people say. And in the end times... It's, it's getting to the point, um, if I'm not mistaken, in the Bible, it's talking about in the end times, only the true believers are going to see the Word of God. And that more, as we get closer to the end, the more people 
uh, basically thumb their nose at God, they're going to see less and less of the word. They're, they're not going to understand. That's why you've got a lot of people that just fight against it. And there's, there's been times that, that I've seen arguments or had arguments about God, and I just scratch my head, and I'm just like, wow. How do they not believe? I mean, how do they not even... They don't even understand, and they're never going to understand. That's why I was saying on the last show that you, you're going to have family and friends People you know and love are going to go to hell, because and and there's nothing you can do about it. They're never going to believe, and is you know, and and I I hope they do. We all wish, we all hope and wish that people are saved in our lives, everybody we love. But it, just the Bible says differently, it's not going to happen. And you have to be prepared for that. It's horrible. It sucks to think that somebody you love is going to go to hell because. They just don't get it. And some people just won't get it. They're not, they're never gonna gonna accept it. And that's not God's fault. We can be partly blamed for it for sure. But at some point, these people can make, have to make up their own minds. It's their choice, it's their lives. Once they know right from wrong, it's their decision. I got off on a rant. Sorry. But <laughs> I the you know, it's just it's so hard for me to understand, you know, it's hard, it's as hard for me to understand why people think that way and don't get it and don't want to get it. It's as hard for me to understand that as for them to understand me. It's probably harder for me because, I mean, how can you not? How can you not understand? How can you not get it? How can you not see what Jesus Christ did for us? You know, I just, I don't, I don't get it. You know, and, and I, I don't, also don't get how some of these preachers are out here doing this for money or fame. I mean, you look at uh, this, what is the Stephen Furtick guy that's uh, Elevation Church or whatever. I was watching a, a video where the guy was talking about, I think it was Spencer Smith. And I've got some things to say about Spencer Smith at some point in time. But uh, if you've ever heard of Spencer Smith, but... Uh, you know, for the most part, Spencer's got a, you know, his heart's in the right place. I just, his delivery is a little, something's wrong with that. But he had a video about Stephen Furtick. He's preaching wearing a Ziggy Stardust t-shirt. If you know who, uh, what's his name? David Bowie. It was one of his alter egos, Ziggy Stardust. He was a, he was an androgynous thing. He's like one of the first. You know, you, you wonder where these kids, where people got these ideas. Where do you think they got these ideas from? And you, and you used to laugh. When we were kids, come on, you laughed. We all laughed at the preachers and everybody that was calling these people out way back then. We were like, whatever. They're not going to affect us. Come on. It's just music. We just like the music. It's just the music. It's just the music. You know, it's not affecting us at all. Yeah. <laughs> Right. If you still listen to that music, and again, listening to that music is not going to send you to hell, but look at the damage that it's done, and why would you want to give them any more FaceTime? It's, it's, the damage has been done. There's, there's a lot of people out there that are, like I used to know people that were so into when Metallica first got big, and just some of the lyrics and some of the music, it just didn't sound right to me. Like that metal sound, just it just sounded evil to me. 
And now they, you know, it's even multiplied to even worse now than it was back then. And it's just you know, you just sound like a demon. And they have Christian metal, you know. <laughs> these 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 groups, you think some of these people are Christians, and it's like, I got news for you. I just don't believe it. I'm sorry. I just don't believe it. Just like the guy from Corn, you know. These are apostates. These people are either they think that they're saved, but they're not, or they're just blatantly using it as a gimmick to get Christians on board to suck Christians into their their life, their lifestyle for Satan. Like they know they're doing it for Satan. Because that's what Satan does. Satan copies everything. Satan copies everything. Perfect example of that. I just figured out I was, uh, <laughs> it's funny, except for my bad math. I was watching a John Barnett video. If you don't know who John Barnett is, DTBM or DTMB. I can't remember. I'd have to bring it up on YouTube. But Dr. John Barnett, I guess it would be DTBM because Dr. John Barnett Ministries, I guess. But anyway, he's a, a pastor of Calvary Church or something somewhere. I don't know. I can't even remember exactly. He's moved around, so I don't know exactly where he's at now. But he does a lot of missionary work, so he goes all over the world. But anyway, a lot of his he's so I I love the guy because he 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 doesn't he presents the word of God in a very compassionate way. And you know, like if like I could imagine that's how Jesus was, you know, when Jesus is walking around ministering uh on this planet, I could see Jesus being like that or um, you know, being calm, cool, collected, you know, type situation. So anyway, he was bringing up, uh, it was one of the, one of the videos I was watching and he was talking about, you know, they had converted. If you look in the book of revelation at the end of revelation, it tells you what heaven's going to be. It tells you the measurements of heaven and it worked out to be 1500 miles in every direction, north, south, east, west, up, down. So it's a cube, right? And I was trying to figure out the dimensions of the square mileage because I was trying to figure out what would, what country or what landmass would match closest to heaven, the final version of heaven. And 15 by 1,500 feels 1,500 miles by 1,500 miles. So just basic math as far as, I'm not going to tell you that I... <laughs> I screwed up, didn't quite get to 1,500 miles, but I was trying to figure out how he got to 1,500 miles. That's what I was trying to do, because in the Bible, it's talking furlongs and cubits, and I was trying to look it up, and uh, Google let me down. I'll just blame it on Google. How about that? Because they did kind of let me down the first time I did the search. But anyway, so 1,500 by 1,500 is like 2.2 2, 2, 2,250,000 square miles. So basically, the uh, final version of heaven is going to be slightly smaller than the country of Australia. Australia is about 2.9 million square miles, the area. So a little smaller than Australia is what this heaven is going to be. So it can still hold a ton of people. You know, there's still a lot of people. And, and me being my human analytical self, 
you know, I'm trying to figure out, okay, so how many people would fit, <laughs> you know, comfortably, uh, because we're supposed to be comfortable, you know, heaven's supposed to be a com- the most comfortable place ever. And I'm like, how many, how many, how many square feet does a human being need to live? You know, and, I, and but I'm using human terms. I'm using earthly human terms. And of course that's not going to match up. Of course it's not. I was just being stupid. Um, one search is like a hundred square feet or something is what a human needs for habitation. Sorry, I'm rubbing my nose, but, uh, it, it, I, I'm not even going to try to go through all that, but I'm not going to try to figure out how many people are going to be in heaven. That, that's stupid. That's stupid for me to even, because God could stack us. I mean, who knows? I mean, we could be, I'm not even going to try. I'm, I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to trust God. I'm going to trust God. This is what he told me in the Bible. It says it's going to be 1,500 miles, top to bottom, side to side. So it's going to be a cube. And the point I was getting to before I got off on the rant or got off again on, you know, you know how I am. I'm a space cadet. The Muslims, Islam, they worship a cube. That big black cube that sits in Mecca that supposedly has some sort of space rock inside of it. (laughs) I got to check that out. I heard that from someone here lately, too that there's actually some sort of space rocks inside there and they reach inside and touch it. I need to research that more. I, I don't know for sure. I just know there's a big giant black cube in, in Mecca. They all walk around it, you know, and then also there is a Jewish sect of, of uh, or a sect of Jewish religion or Judaism that they wear a little black cube on top of their head. Did you know that? Have you ever seen that? It's a little black cube and it sits on top of their head. Isn't it weird how two mortal enemies worship basically the same cube? And then also there's this, the whole cube is the Saturnalia worship and all that stuff. Isn't it weird how all that works out? Kind of intertwines. Isn't it weird? The point is Satan copies everything. He copies everything. It's the only way he can get people to follow him. He copies what God did, and it's always a bad copy. It's always a worse copy. As you know, a copy of anything is going to be worse than the original. Well, God has the original. The copy is always worse. It's going to be the same for the Antichrist. He's going to fool all the non-believers. He's going to fool a lot of people. The people that give their heart to Christ during the tribulation will not be fooled. They'll know who he is. You will know who he is. So if you're if you hear this and you're not saved and and a, a millions of Christians just disappear off the planet and and all of a sudden this guy comes on the scene and he just he's this the most lovable person in the world and for three and a half years it's the most peaceful time the earth has ever had ever beware beware I'm telling you. At that three and a half year mark, this dude's gonna go into a rebuilt temple. He's going to he's it it's gonna be bad. And from then on, God's gonna be pouring out his wrath. It's gonna get rough, y'all. Towards the end, towards the end of the three and a half years, God pouring out his wrath and all that, the seals and the you know, you're gonna have two witnesses 
they're going to be preaching. They're going to kill him. And then three, was it three or three and a half days later, they're going to, God, they're going to raise him, raise him. And the world's going to wonder like, what in the world? If you get to live through that, if you get to see all that, and you still don't believe, you still got a shot, I would highly suggest accepting Christ right away. And do not accept that mark. And I promise you, it will be very noticeable what the mark is. It ain't going to be a guessing game like the whole virus and the whole vaccine issue or barcodes. I remember when barcodes was supposedly the mark of the beast. I remember when all that, everything comes along. Every year there's something new that comes out, new technology. Oh, that's the mark of the beast. Oh, that's the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast ain't going to come out until the trip late in the tribulation. So relax, people. Just relax. Quit freaking out and quit telling people and, and worrying people. It's the same thing with this Ukraine thing. Stop worrying people. There, Jesus told us if you read the Bible, if you believe the Bible, then you know wars, rumors of wars, it's going to happen. This has, ha- has to happen. All this has to happen. Everything around us has to happen. If you believe, you have to deal with it. You just pray for those people over there. You pray for people around you. You pray for these governments, these corrupt governments. You just got to pray. Put all your trust in Jesus that everything's going to work out in his will, in his time. Not our will, not our time, his will, his time, period. It's hard to do. Trust me, I know. I <laughs> Trust me, I know. It's hard to do. It's really, really hard to do, but it will takes a lot. It takes a lot of the pressure off you. Doesn't mean you don't make mistakes anymore. It just means it's a little easier to deal with. You don't obsess and dwell. You know, we still pay for our own mistakes. We're still gonna make dumb mistakes. I make dumb financial decisions all the time, and I'm gonna have to pay for it. Just dumb decision after dumb decision, and you know, I will still have to pay for those dumb decisions. And so will you, your decisions, you'll have to pay for your decisions. Stop expecting God to bail you out of every stupid decision that you make. It's not how it works. I was going to read some of Peter. I got off on a rant. We're almost a half hour in. Um, I guess I probably will. So, so was it? Where am I in? First Peter chapter two. Well, I guess the part, let's see. Verse 13, submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme or unto governors as to unto them that are sent to or sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. For so is the will of God that with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men as free and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness but as the servants of God. Now, of course, this is, I believe this is Paul talking to Pontus, like the Pontus area. So it would be northeastern Turkey, if I'm not mistaken. So northeastern Turkey is where he's speaking to these people. If you look in that area, uh, if you look at an old Bible map of that area, it was all those, uh, oh, I can't think of who all, what all was there. Yeah, it was Pontus, Galatia. So I guess the Galatians would be, would have been the same area. 
Cappadocia, Asia. So it's basically Asia Minor. If you look at Turkey, you know, it's like Asia Minor. Uh, and Bith, Bith, <laughs> Bithynia, Bithynia, I guess. But that's where he was speaking. That's who he was speaking to. I don't know. The part about that that stands out as free and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness. So I know as Christians, we tend to get excited. And I've noticed like that's one of the problems I have with some of these people on YouTube that say they're Christian and then they're calling out all these other Christians. Um, while I do understand the Bible allows us to point out these things and heresies and stuff like that. I get it. I think it's the way you do it though. It's the way you're going about it is the problem. There's one channel called Gary eight, two, eight, and he went real heavy. If you've ever heard of vigilant, vigilant Christian Mario, um, I guess he was this con man, uh, out of, uh, and he may be actually, he may be saved. He's just lost his way. He's a young guy that made a bunch of money off YouTube uh, as a Christian, that hence the name Vigilant Christian Mario, and he spent it all on hookers and and and, and cocaine. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, just to put it bluntly, that's what he did. And then he he you know he kind of got called out, went into rehab supposedly, and then he came back and he had all these excuses every time he would come back and stuff. Where Gary would call him out, him and several other guys would call him out and just blast him, just put him on blast. They had screenshots of uh, text messages and and private messages where this guy was just going after women and and he was you know there was he could have been gay. I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't know. There's just a lot put out there about this guy, and they just they just relentlessly attacked this guy. And while I get it, I understand. I mean, people were sending their money to this guy. He's one of the guys like Joe Lewis Osteen and 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 TD Jakes and Joyce Meyer and all these other apostates, you know, that 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 just basically are in it for the money. In it for the money and fame. You know, they're all Oprah disciples. It, it just it's just the way they're doing it, I think, is wrong. I don't see Jesus doing that. I see Jesus may have pointed these out, you know, yeah, he went in and flipped the tables at, at, at the, you know, at the temple. But I mean, in, uh, you know, he never was angry. You know, anger is a, you know, that is a result of sin. It, it's a result being angry. You know, that's why we need Jesus. Cause we're just not good human beings. We, 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 every, everything we do is sinful just about. You don't even get it. We don't even see half the stuff that we do. Once you realize it, you end up being depressed like me. <laughs> you know, you realize, man, I'm a horrible person. Thank you. That thank God that that Jesus did was sent here. Because without him, I would be in bad shape. Really bad shape. So when you're sharing the gospel to somebody. You know, bring it up, you know, do you lie? Have you ever lied to someone? Have you ever hated someone? Have you ever stolen anything, even if it's just an ink pen from work or a post-it note? Have you had bad thoughts about people? Have you had lustful thoughts about someone? There's all these different things that go on that we do every single day. And we don't even realize we're doing it. We're so caught up in our own sin. We don't even get it. We don't even, we don't understand. 
We don't see it, but God does. God sees all of it. Can you imagine having to see all the sins of all the people every day? Wow. It's a, it's a wonder he hasn't destroyed the earth already. But because nobody talks about that grace, hardly. Because of that grace, just one more person gets saved. Just one more person gets saved. Every day, just one more person gets saved. But soon, the last one's going to be saved. And all hell's going to break loose. This ain't going to last forever. It might be in our lifetime. It might not. But I feel like it's going to be in our lifetime. I want to see it. I want to see Jesus coming. You know, I want to see that. And as as much as I'm going to hate the fact that people I love, family, friends are gonna are not saved and and are not going to make it. I just I long for home. I long to be with God. I long to be with Jesus forever and ever. And you should too. Unless you don't want to go there, I guess. But anyway. So yeah, if you're sharing the gospel or you're calling somebody out, you you know, just be nice. I mean, that's that's one of the things that has kind of kept me away from the YouTube scene as far as making videos. I want to do that. I want to call people out like Joel Osteen and, you know, Stephen Furtick and all these people that are clearly not Christian. And it just, it just, at least they're not acting Christian. Of course, their salvation is between them and God. But um, they are misleading a lot of people. But the, but the Bible tells me that's going to happen. So I'm on the fence about saying anything. I'm on the fence about getting climbing aboard. But I want to do it in a loving way, um, not being as, and not attack these people as much. There's a, a good way to do this and a bad way. And I don't want to use my liberty as a cloak of maliciousness. I just want to serve God. I just want to serve God however he'll, he will allow me to serve. And, and, and we should all strive to be that way no matter how small or how great. We're not all going to have great things to do. We're not all going to be great preachers, and we're not all going to be great people in the, in the kingdom while we're here on earth. We're not all not going to be famous. We're all not going to be responsible for millions of people being saved. But anything that you can do is something. Anything. So there you have it. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm going to... Uh, Hopefully you kind of got a message out of this. I don't know if you will or not because I was all over the place. Uh, but I do appreciate each and every one of you listening. I appreciate the support as we rebuild this uh, little podcast again. And uh, maybe soon I will get into the video stuff. I don't know. Um, I just, I get mad. I get so mad when I see these people out here, the Joel Osteens, and and it just makes me angry. But I've got to, I've got to, I've got to, not be part of the world. Like I, I can't let that anger take over. So try to do that as well, all y'all. <laughs> you know, try not to let anger take over. Just remember, pray for the people over there that are affected by the wars. Um, everywhere, you know, any kind of any every everywhere in the world, there's something going on. So just pray for everybody involved. Pray for all your Christian brothers and sisters um, that are caught up and pray that they're able to work for God in this situation. 
that's what we should be praying for. So again, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. We'll catch you again real, real soon right here. Uh, same channel, <laughs> same podcast channel, same station and all that good stuff. God bless each and every one of you. 